Computer love. What up, though? What up with it? What up to welcome to another episode of Roast This, the podcast where we talk shit about all the shit that y'all talking shit about. We just talk <laughs> shit back. You know what I'm saying? To my, I don't even know where the fuck niggas at. To my left, the homie from Houston, Texas, with everybody he goddamn know behind him. You got see the roast it, it, coming up next week or the week after next. December the 5th. Y'all December get ready. We going, yeah, get weeks. your tickets right now. Billystickets.com. Uh, we got some good, worthy calls that we donating to the World Youth Foundation. Uh, we're definitely trying to stomp out uh, kids not being able to have adequate food or utensils to be able to learn and excel in. So make sure we you roasting check that them out. goddamn kids too. And then yeah. to the right of me, now that I'm on the screen, uh, my nigga from Pasadena. All uh, day long. Matter of fact, uh, he in they, outer space. They call him. They call him Craig <laughs> Schmidt. What's popping, man? We in here, man. This nigga say if you owe, if he owe you something, get it from God, hold nigga. Tight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get it from I'm gonna owe you something, and I don't know I owe you. So if you think I owe you something, get it from God, nigga. And then Hilarious. my nigga, all the way from the middle of the Christmas tree, I want y'all to make some noise. <laughs> on his own. Give it up for Brandon Lewis. Hey. Hey. What's up, my guys? What's up, my boys? What's my boys? He said my boys. My boys. My boys. What's happening, man? You know what I'm saying? Man. Hey, 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 quick, quick, quick little message, though. You know what I'm saying? I got the green screen behind me because ain't nobody drop their money to get their ad. If you need an ad, holla at you, boy. That could be your ad right now, but right now that bitch empty. Let's go. Well, you okay. should still cool. throw your own background up for yourself. I mean, you know, you, you got to be put there. something back there. You, yeah. you stand true to form. God damn. You ain't want to do, yeah. you ain't want to promote you? Shit. Coming to you live <laughs> from Charlie Rancher. <laughs> I said, you don't want to promote you, nigga. <laughs> you you going to charge you? Nah, he ain't got it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got it. He ain't going up there. <laughs> <You know what? laughs> yeah. Back to you, I ain't got it. Ain't, I ain't shit. I ain't got nothing, man. But Fuck it. Hey, you, What's you know up with y'all niggas, man? Be, man? I ain't talked to y'all niggas since, uh, shit, we ain't even had a show since the Gucci and Jeezy battle. Whoa. Right. Oh, wow. Man, hey, who y'all think won? Who y'all think won? Man, you know who won, bro. Jeezy, <laughs> dog walked his ass and showed him and, and exposed him that, hey, classic music, classic uh, uh, albums and classic lyrics is unstoppable, bro. First of all, Gucci, Gucci, Gucci didn't even play all this cold shit. He didn't. First he, of all. He, he, was, he was definitely not playing shit he could have played. It yeah. could have been it could have been a different fight, a different battle, but it was three different battles going on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was a rap battle for sure with some niggas and their rap songs. I get that. It was uh it was a clothing battle. <laughs> right? It was it was it was a fashion battle for sure. And fashion then off. Just, yeah. yeah, and then it was a little bit of roast me was up in there. That nigga said, look yeah. at my opponent. Look at his outfit. That nigga said, well, I own half of Atlanta. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. There was some, some subtle drops being in there, man. Hey, so let me explain one thing, though, why, Jeezy, why uh, Gucci was so heavy on trying to get him to understand or, or hear uh, him say that. Remember he said, I got a $10,000 outfit on. This My whole outfit is $10,000. That nigga coat was sweet right. as fuck. I ain't going to hold you up. So when, they sent, when, <laughs> when Jeezy put that hit out on him, his hit was for 10000 to take him out. Right. All the money yeah. that Jeezy made from his first album. He said, I got $5 million worth of jewelry on. 
all the money that was in Jeezy's first deal was five million. So he had his first deal on his neck. So right. he was basically trying to send sl- shoot slugs at him Billy, and try and show you Billy, like nigga. Where did you hear this at? Uh, they broke it. They, <laughs> they broke it down because uh, Gucci went on the radio and talked about it. Yes, yeah, dope. Hey, here's the thing. I love both of them artists. They both oh, they dope, dope shit. man. I really enjoy Gucci Man's mentality. He showed up for the fuck you. A lot of niggas is gonna say fuck you to everybody but you if they don't fuck with you. But you know, my boy Gucci came and did it in person. And you gotta respect that as a man. That's some real alpha <laughs> shit. Now, now Jeezy didn't back down and nothing. Man. Jeezy, his music sonically is better. Jeezy is a better artist, hands down. But Gucci is still dope. You know what I'm saying? I got love for both of them. But I just enjoy, uh, you know, you know, motherfuckers that ain't passive aggressive sometimes, man. Because people that have a problem with you and they'll tell everybody but you. Much respect for Gucci for showing up to say the fuck you in your face, nigga, and what you going to do about it. I love that type of shit because it's necessary. The world would be a better place if niggas had the heart to say fuck you to the nigga they wasn't fucking with. You can get past shit. You know what I'm saying? You so know, big Greg, ups to both of y'all. Point, bro, because in LA, I think the first lesson I had to learn was, especially not just in LA, when I, we started living in Hollywood, coming from Houston, the first thing I had to realize was my job was to go out and be an entertainer, not try and expose bitch ass niggas. Because right. the first thing you're gonna realize is that niggas in certain positions of, of, of elevated thought process sometimes refuse to acknowledge or, or have conflict. So now right. you got a bunch of niggas whose actions aren't lining up with the words or how they're handling shit. And then you can see how right. they're moving that he don't fuck with you, but he's steady trying to smile on your face because right. he doesn't want to <laughs> deal with the wrath of you not fucking with him or you, you right. knowing that he don't fuck with him. Facts. So that's I what, agree. That's the, that was the hardest no, thing the for me. the nigga don't want to remove himself from certain social situations that you are privy to. And that and nigga, it's like, put it like this. It's like getting a divorce from your circle. Niggas right. gonna fuck with one of y'all, and if you're not strong enough, they might fuck with the other nigga before you. And you can make it. You can fuck around and beef yourself out of your whole livelihood, fucking around. Right. There. You know what I'm that's saying? Some, like, that's that's, that's real conflict shit. is healthy, man. You know, let me tell you something. In the body, when you develop a sickness, you know what I'm saying. Chemists who develop medicines, right? They know that the body will reject certain medications if they don't describe uh, disguise it right. So they'll so what they'll do is they'll put certain medications inside of a protein that the body is already used to digestion. Right. Digestion to hide, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is that's fighting the sickness just to get in to the to get it into the body so the body will accept it and then once the protein layer is gone, now now things are healthy, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to package you know what I'm saying? To cure the shit in a way where people can accept it. And I feel like the verses was the protein, you know, right. big ups to verses for packaging that right. Because these two niggas had real street beef. This wasn't no play around beef. I'm a better MC than you beef. This was murder gang was put down behind this, man. So I respect you two brothers for getting past that, man. As a fan of hip hop, I can really say that I appreciate that because, you know, with the younger generation, they need to take heed to this because the younger brothers is killing each other over bitches and bullshit. And I'm not saying that women, when I say bitches, I'm not referring to all women. I'm just referring to women who put themselves out there in the game and manipulate situations to get you know whatever it is they want from it so y'all young cats out there need to learn from that bro because what jeezy say nigga i own half of atlanta you got to live long enough to be able to own half of atlanta so shout out to jeezy for setting the example we love you
I think Man, that, you know um, what? That's a good okay. point, Craig. You know what else? You what you what, what was brought up too? I want to know this because I saw this floating around. They were talking about Pookie Loke. Now Pookie Loke is the one of the guys that was uh that broke into Gucci's house that Jeezy sent and paid for to go to go do the hit to go take him out, and he ended up right. getting killed. So the question becomes. If, is he wrong for sitting down and having a battle after one of his mans done died? Is Jeezy wrong for sitting down with this man afterwards? Or I mean, like, like in the eyes of the man who went and held him down, like in the eyes of the shooter. If you a shooter and you going out to go look out for your boy, you know, is he wrong? Is he wrong for sitting down with him afterwards? Fuck all that, no. nigga. Let this be a lesson to the motherfucking shooters. You see where your respect at? Oh, good see, point. See, he got a thing. The shooter was a contractor trying to get $10,000 or whatever the hit was, right? So that nigga was going to get that bounty, right? Mm. From what I understand, from what I can ascertain, shout out to CT, Jeezy kind of let it be known that this is what I would pay if said events were to occur. Right. Niggas went out to get that bounty. First of all, sound like a nigga one man in his business. Oh. Right. Okay. Second of all, it's like, bro, you have to understand that there has to be a bigger function than to be the shooter, because at the end of the day, you're forgotten. Yeah, that's right. true. It's a lot of shooters that's in jail right now for some niggas to, that, that they thought was holding it down yeah. and putting it work. And for. them niggas out here popping champagne, fucking whoever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, they do. He the said they popping champagne. I'm just saying. Champagne. Bottles, whatever the fuck it is. But the point I'm trying to make is that Nigga, what, what Jeezy said was so key, right? And I never thought about this because I can't remember rappers sending rappers to murder each other before this. I don't remember right. that. I mean, like maybe way shit. Right. But that was that was a little bit different because I think that that was that was like um a side effect of the culture that the hip hop was in. You talk about West Coast, that was a side effect of that. Biggie and Pac got killed out here yeah, on this right. coast. More right. so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a certain way. East Coast is a little different. Not less violent in any fashion, but less dramatic with how the shit plays out. Right. Yeah. And I think that, hist like, historically, for some shit like that to happen in a place like Atlanta that prides itself on being... Um, on the continuity or the, you know what I'm saying? Like the togetherness of all of the, all of the Atlanta rappers, regardless of who they always kind of seem like they put their shit to the side or whatever. That was a right. huge event. So you take that to what these rappers in Chicago are doing what these rappers in, you know what I'm saying? Atlanta and different rap, you know, it's like, dog, like they may have started that trend. So for them to take onus of that and dead the shit the best way that they could, even though I think it might be out of control now, Right. That was to me, that was the win. The win was the culture to see. Sometimes it takes for that dope selling nigga to come back to the hood and tell you this ain't the way, but niggas to listen. Sometimes right. I want to hear the advice from a nigga who really was in it, not a right. nigga who was scared of it. Nobody wins. Nobody black wins when a black man kills another black man. Exactly. Yeah. Good, you know, now based on the that based on the information that I know about the situation. Gucci is in the right for defending himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in every yeah, other yeah, situation, if, 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 
if you're a black man killing a black man, you 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 know that's genocide, man. And I know it sounds cliche to say that, but that's the body turning on itself. Well, you know what I'm saying? Cliche at all. That's the thing. You know, so so you know that's just a tough situation to be in. But what we have to realize is this: yeah, they should get past it. And I'm gonna tell you why. There are countries that are allies now that have killed millions and thousands of each other's citizens. At one yeah. point, Pearl Harbor. You remember Pearl Harbor? Japan, yeah. kamikaze airplanes bombed America. Do you know who one of our closest allies are is now economically? Japan. Yeah. It, Germany. It also, it also took the Hiroshima bomb. Let's not forget that the niggas fried ass with that atomic yeah. bomb. Yeah. I mean, you get your get back line. and get cool. Yeah, you get your ass in line. You hey, got me the yeah. microwave on two minutes. Who's on Oh, y'all want to fuck with us? Beep. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I said, put the microwave on two minutes. Put the microwave on two minutes. I mean, sometimes beep hey, happens, man. Like 41, 42. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to hear him in the 300s. It's funny. Hey. When he counting in the 300s, it's hilarious. Hey, oh, man. Yeah, y'all got to hear that. Uh, yeah, man. King Von. King Von got killed, right? Rest in peace. Rest, Rest in peace, peace King Von. But uh, you, you, what's your boy's name? Uh, they dropped a song today yeah. rapping about the man, dog. Uh, yeah, you about the end of story shit? End the story. Yeah. Um, wow. No, so, okay. Quando Rondo is the dude's name. Quando Rondo. Yeah. So, Quando wow. Rondo. Now, Crazy Story is a song that was really popular. Like, three versions of it that uh, that uh, King Von had. So, Quando Rondo makes End the Story and raps out what happened that night when his homeboy pulled the strap out and shot that man. Now, I ain't heard it yet. Uh, King Von ran up on Quando Rondo was and was on his head, and and Quando Rondo homeboy pulled that thing out and took him out of here. Did he talk about the two punches he ate? Yeah, he. He, said <laughs> he, didn't, talk about, he didn't talk about the ass whooping he took. No. <laughs> <laughs> two Niggas sisters. never took. <laughs> hey, hey, I was looking for a drink. I looked up. Yeah. <laughs> I should have started. <laughs> it it should have started off like the nigga hit me in my mouth. That's how it should have started off. <laughs> No, nah, man, I ain't heard shit, it. I ain't heard it. Shit, but, but, I mean, rest in peace, rest in peace, Vaughn, but that shit come territory, dog. You can't hit a nigga in this shit and think ain't shit. Oh, no, you can't put your hands and feet on another man. That's the same mistake that, two, you know, Tupac made. You can't do that, man. Right. You know, so at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You live by the sword, you die by the sword. King Vaughn was a real street nigga. He wasn't no play around street nigga, you know what I'm saying? So... You know, that comes with the territory. Rest in peace to him. And, uh, man, you know, hopefully this, I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't know how this could be resolved, but I hope yeah, the best well, possible. I'm, I'm, my thing is he made a rap song edifying the story. So I'm I'm assuming this is going to continue to be perpetuated because in the comments, one of his boys was like, oh, no, nah, nigga, this nigga, you going to die for this one. Well, did you hear the other song that one of the people on Vine's uh, song put, I mean, one of the people on King Vine's side put out? No, no, what did what he say? One of one of King Von's killers went live and was playing that ready or not, here I come, cause you can't hide. <laughs> man, they are not playing, bro. Yeah, they are not playing, man. Yeah, that's yeah, one they, thing yeah. about Chicago that I've seen over the last decade. Y'all remember like back when like Joe Joe and all them niggas had that all that viral shit that was going on. 
And them niggas was that that, that nigga yeah. Jojo got killed. I was like, yeah, but go kill you tonight, Jojo. We killing you. Then and then right. the narrator was like, later on that night, Jojo was murdered. I was like, God damn. Yeah, yeah. They're not playing. He put a tweet out. Allegedly he put a tweet out and died like, like two minutes later, five minutes later type shit. Jojo did. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's Jojo crazy. did, yeah. Mm. God damn. Yeah, that's wild, man. Yep. But you see what I'm saying though? I feel like I'm not saying that it's true, but I feel like I respect Jeezy for taking the onus. Like, man, I think that this shit is because of something that we did back in the day. You know what right. I'm saying? Like for him to feel that way, which I don't necessarily agree. I think that I don't think that that's all on him and Gucci. I think that people are they self. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I I, I just think that uh that was a big moment, man. The funniest moment was when that nigga said, "I'm the realest nigga in it." When when he let that shit drop. Oh, uh, he walked him into it. He walked Gucci right into that one. Gucci looked so yeah. defeated. Gucci he, said, oh, he didn't know what to say. Yeah, the setup was crazy. Damn. They rehearsed. The they was definitely doing DJ rehearsals over there at Jeezy House. Yeah, was that the DJs I heard in the background? The DJ was going to get Jeezy ass whooped. Because Jeezy was up there. Uh, He walked in by himself on the stage. Gucci had all of East Atlanta over there with him. And uh, it was like, bro, I was uncomfortable. I wasn't even there, and I was watching on the stream. I was like, nigga, this is this. And the DJ talking about, yeah, y'all niggas ain't got nothing. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Is it true they did an after party after, and yeah, everybody went? They did an after party uh -huh. at Compound. Oh, okay. Yeah, it went down. Yeah, man. That's yeah. Street beef, man. That's. I'm a square man. I don't participate, man. I. I don't know, man. I just. Hey, man, but hey, man. Jeezy, I mean, Jeezy stuck his hand out there, but man, Gucci didn't do nothing wrong in that shit. Gucci didn't do nothing wrong. Nah, not at all. Not at all. Ba based wrong. on Gucci the circuit. Hey, B, we can't hear nothing you're saying. Yeah, let me tell you, your internet is doing everything wrong. That's what's, that's what's doing everything wrong right well, now. What you can do is repeat my motherfucking order back to me. That's, that's <laughs> what you need. I want a number one with cheese. No ketchup. <laughs> Extra mustard. No ketchup. What'd you say <laughs> right now? Real talk. It sounded like we was watching some uh, security footage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, say it again, B. Oh, this shit, my shit fucked up, bro. This is bad. Throw the computer away. I keep trying to tell you. Or just come to the future. Yeah, you ain't got to be back there. You, this nigga <laughs> in, you don't got to live like that. This nigga in Cobb County, nigga, they only in 2005. They still like George Bush ain't shit. Yeah, he got that Hewlett Packard <laughs> over there, man. Them niggas still trying to vote in Cobb County right now. <laughs> <laughs> they still counting votes. They reading, the, they reading the Barack Obama Panther right now. So this Barack Obama guy said he going to be all right, man. He going to be all Hilarious. right. They don't give him a chance. Change is on the way. <laughs> man, man, what are we looking at here in the bottom left? Is is that Brought Steve Harvey? Part by the first Game Boy, the one that was green. What is going on? Is that Steve Harvey? That is Steve Harvey. That is, why that is he? Harvey. Why is he wearing a lingerie suit? Yeah, I don't understand. I, what was what, what's going on, Steve Harvey? That shit. That shit just made me slippery. Looking at this nigga, like what the fuck? That shit got. That shit simmery yeah. as hell. He got that Prince of Persia outfit on right now. He yeah, definitely that, got that Prince of Persia. He got the tenant window film jogging suit. That's that nigga a got blue tent. His wife and his daughters dress him up in Fashion Nova granddaddy shit. 
Yeah, that's limo uh, limo this seat right. fabric. This what is from the Fashion Nova Pawpaw collection. You never had a friend. Never had a friend. You ain't never. Yeah, friend like me. Friend like me. That's fish tank camouflage, man. Out here. Yeah, that's Don't drink the bleach, Blee Lewis. It'll be okay. Don't do it. Stingray skin jogging suit wearing ass, nigga. Steve Harvey, what are you doing, man? You got too much yeah, bread to get. Fucking up, bro. Man, yeah, you know, Steve type of nigga though. You can't even roast Steve, but nigga, I don't give a fuck. Hey, hey, I don't, <laughs> hey, I don't I give know. a fuck with you, you know, <laughs> broke nigga. Just talk. Hey, I know you <laughs> broke ass nigga. You broke bitch ass. <laughs> I don't give a goddamn. Yeah, this a sip, motherfucker. Like nigga, all right, you, you can't even roast nigga. You all right, bro? All right, all right Steve, you, you right. got it. You got it, pimp. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a Steve Harvey impression under your belt? Oh, okay. Who me? Yeah. Man, I man, look, man. Here go the thing. I don't do impressions good. I just could say some shit a nigga could say, but I can admit that though. I feel like right. niggas be out here acting like they do like a Will Smith, but all they could do is whoa. Hey, yeah, right. hey whoa. Right. Like nigga right. order some Starbucks like Will. They be like, oh, whoa, let me get a oh. What you got under your belt, Billy? Man, I have not had the passion to do impersonations, and I used to do them very well. I think oh. I think what happened to it is uh what and this is you know this is a good conversation to have as comedians. Uh, Ali told me one day he said, "Don't waste all your time on stage impersonating other people, and people still don't know who the hell you are." Real good advice, fire ass advice. He said, "Why are you gonna waste your time?" You said, Ali told you that. Ali told me that Ali's he said, a so, fucking wizard, bro. That motherfucker. Hey, this is how he said it, though. So I go up, I kill at this college with this Denzel joke that I used to do where Denzel was Jesus. I do this whole bit where Denzel is is Jesus in the Last Supper, and I it, I go off, I go off on all the disciples, but I'm, I'm I do it and I, I clean. I get this good standing on on the end of the set. So Lee backstage, he like this. So. So you just you want to be Denzel now? You don't want to be yourself? Okay, okay. This is this a talent show. You're not doing comedy, right? Why you want to wait and let all these kids know who Denzel is, but they don't know who you are? That's cool. Yeah, you really showed or something. Hey, dog. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. But that goes that alpha shit that you was talking about, Craig. Right. It was always from the point of. Anybody that'll tell me, hey man, you really dope at stand up. Ali was just hard on me, bro. Right. And he, he was just like from day one pushing the shit out of me on some like, yo, nigga, you if you gonna do this, you gotta do it like be for real about this shit. Right. And it's, it's it's good it's good important advice because when did we get to the point where how can rappers and musicians talk about music, but comedians, it's taboo for us to say somebody shit not funny or you don't like it. Cause they, cause people who don't know comedy, me think when somebody says you're not funny, that that means you're not funny. That just means in my book, you need to work on the joke, nigga. The joke ain't there. Keep working. Get back in the gym. But you know, with all you know, motherfuckers who ain't dedicated to the craft, they can't take that criticism because they can't separate themselves from their ideas. Your joke hey, is just hey. an extension of you. Go ahead. Ready for this? Ready for this? Ten thousand dollar game. You say you want to do comedy, right? All the shit that you think is funny, dissect it and figure out why you think it's funny and then why it could be funny to anybody else besides you. 
Right. That's when you realize how much material that you really have. Then nobody want to hear about your grandma and them like that when they don't know you. New comedians, you you up there sounding crazy like anybody else grandma ever? Nah, nigga, uh, nobody want to hear that. We want to hear that right. by the time we really want to know you. All right, we know you. We love you, man. What kind of upbringing did you have, nigga? Nobody right. starts off like that. Your your career should go like an interview. Who are you? Oh, okay, where you from? Right. Oh, okay, that's what's right. up. What do you like to do? Oh, okay, you like to do that. That's dope. That's dope. What else? What else is about you? What what kind of girl <coughs> do you like? Are you seeing right. nigga? That's how your that's how your comedy should build. By the Definitely. time we getting into the nigga, think about your fourth or fifth interview. Then it's like, so what happened with your wife? Ooh, so you right. that's when they want to get in depth. If you look at it like that, bro, you don't have to run around all crazy trying to figure out what the fuck you're supposed to be saying. Right. And, I and, agree. And, and there's and there's the prior rule. What why I got this tattoo is a, 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 a constant reminder for me is he said, tell the truth and the funny will come. But you got to start in the truth about what you're experiencing. And if right. you're starting in fabrication, you automatically going to lose somebody because this is not real. This is not a real situation. And I think that's the point where I strive for is like, and I encourage anybody else, don't discredit your own life experience. Like I grew up, I didn't grow up in the hood, bro. So you'll never hear me say I was in the projects. That's not my upbringing. I had a nice crib. My dad was a principal. I had a tough ass neighborhood that I lived in, but my house was is dope. So in my brain, I thought that my experience was not interesting because I was not poor. Now we still went hungry on certain times and my daddy struggled to try and do stuff because he was a single father, but that was the uniqueness in my upbringing versus me trying to say, yeah, I grew up in the projects. We had rats and I had to catch the subway. No nigga, I'm in Texas. That's not my, I don't know nothing about that. So, but somebody else can accept that and understand it, or somebody else might want to hear that. So we can't discredit how dope our natural life is. Like, don't be nobody else, be your fucking self. Great segue yeah. though. Kevin Hart just dropped this special. Speaking uh, thank of you. That's, that's what um, I wanted to do. That's where I wanted to go. Thank you, great mind. So, that's what I wanted. So people are talking about, you know, first of all, I ain't gonna hold you up. I'm gonna keep it a thousand, you know. Let's nigga, get, let's hey, get, let's, can we, can we be honest right now? Nigga, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, we're we're in the trust tree, in the nest. Okay, right, look, Eric. listen, listen, okay. listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this before you say that, because I feel like whatever, whatever the fuck you finna say, finna be a sound bite, and I want to get my shit away from it. So look, now I'm gonna say this. Niggas called me like, yo, Kevin Hart just, just dropped a special. Man, this shit kind of whack, man. This shit kind of, I'm like, for real? All right, I'm not gonna rush to watch it then. You know what I'm saying? So my wife be comedied out. She don't give a fuck about no stand up no more. You know what I'm saying? She's cause that's that's been our life. She like, I don't even, I don't do the shit. You know, I'm, all right. She go to sleep. I'm up. I decide to just check it out, watch it. Nigga, when I tell you I was dying at this nigga shit, what hit me was I'm like, man, dog, like it's like when you listen to Jay-Z now, or when you play video games now, if you're a gamer, right? Like the shit that we right. grew up with. Right. The games grew up with us. Nigga, Jay-Z grew up with us. Like, if you've been out here and getting money and in, you know, you got a family and you, it's like, nigga, I was laughing hard at this nigga special because on a lot of levels, on a smaller scale, but still on a scale, I could relate. 
Right. And I'm like, damn, he's out of touch with a lot of black people. And it's like, not in touch with you though. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. He's not out of touch with a lot of, with a lot of black people, but I think that, man, he a nigga from Philly. We knew a nigga from Philly. Now nah, he out of nigga, touch. Now he a nigga with his own mountain or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't know. Out here, I think we more conditioned to handle that from niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that for the world though, that's something, that's a, that's a, that, that's like a lesson to learn, bro. Like, what I, is it about being successful that made niggas want to hate on you? Because what, what I saw was a funny ass special, but also he was talking about shit, like I said, that I can relate to. Nigga, my kids is in this school and people knowing what I do and, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, having a why. It's like, bro, that shit was funny as hell to me, dog. I, was, well, nigga, I don't know. You want to go last or what you want to do, Billy? Because I'm, no, I'm going to let I'm, you go I'm, ahead. I'm going to go last. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm a fan of oh, Kevin Hart. Somebody said I'm still trying to get put on. Please Google. Ke- Kevin Hart is a uh, legend. Can we wait, wait, wait? Can we do this? Congratulations, but, CP, on your your new your new cartoon dog with Snoop Dogg, man. Congratulations with your new accomplishment. Yeah, good, man. great work. God, this, give it that's up dope for CP, as shit. Thank Congratulations. Thank yeah. I'm gonna say this. this is, yeah, yeah, definitely dope, bro. I've been wanting to work with Snoop since I was a kid, but to work with Vince Vaughn and to be doing what they doing over there too is also a very very dope ass look, like that's you know what I'm saying like yeah. bro like that's like you know that's a whole another level of comedy you know if my goal is to make the world laugh then I need to start with you know the people who made me laugh that's not from my world you know what I'm saying so right. yeah shout out to that but uh, yeah thank you uh, Billy thank you Fred thanks B I appreciate y'all yeah that's appreciate dope y'all. man I know niggas hit me up bro. already but you know what I'm saying you know that's dope, that's dope. but yeah, yeah though yeah. It's on you, Craig. Oh, man. Kevin Hart has made some legendary moves in his career. Um, uh-huh. I'm a fan. I respect everything he's accomplished. Uh-huh. Um, That's this, nice. This I like how he's had in these comments. This, 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 get this it out, is going to get Yeah, this ain't his best work. Um, it was Why? too mechanical. It was too mechanical. And given the current climate of things that are happening within our community, I feel like Kevin is beyond the black ballable space. So he needs to start speaking more to our experiences as a collective because we made him the biggest comic on the planet. We've heard about his kids already. We've heard about his wives and his ex-wives. Now start speaking to us, Kev, because you're the biggest, you're the biggest comedian on the planet. And you have the ability, you got a solid squad around you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like personally right now is not the time to be running like Barry Sanders on the mic. Right now is the time to be running like Jim Brown, Adrian Peterson, and tackling issues and things that are defending our community head on. Now, given Kevin has never been a political comic, you know what I'm saying? He's always talked about his family. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really have anything negative to say about Kevin, but I just want to see him push himself as an artist. I feel like he's in a very comfortable space where he knows anything he does is going to be is going to be well received. But as somebody that is a comedy enthusiast and also a comedy purist and a dope stand up comic as well, I feel like he has too many resources to still be doing this PG-13 type thing. I need to see rated R, Kev. And I don't give a fuck what nigga, you know, what anybody has to say. I'm not hating. 
I'm a man that loves this art. I'm a fan of Kev and I'm a comedian, so I can speak. I've been doing this shit 12 years and I'm the type of comic that don't pander to hang out with niggas and say shit Thank for you. opportunities. I say how the fuck I feel. Kev, you too dope and too talented to still be on the same type of shit you was on two specials ago. Hey, Craig, I'm gonna ask you this though, real quick. First of all, black man, I respect everything you said, period. I feel like, I feel like as an as an as an aggressive light skinned nigga, you do a great job <laughs> of aggressive of, of like of like towing that line of like you know like nigga. I know you see the light, but the dark nigga, you you keep a little fro all that right. nigga. Niggas know you a real nigga. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Here go the George Jefferson with Here that. Here ah. go my problem. Here go my problem with expecting every single celebrity's message to be the same. Here's my problem with that in the black community, a couple things that we got to fix. You ever notice how like niggas turn on the TV and you see uh, Make America Great hat and Tom Brady locker and then niggas like, oh shit, right. damn, I fucked with Tom Brady, right? Why did you fuck with Tom Brady before you knew where he stood and he a white man? And he out here, the best quarterback in the league and you know, only niggas is catching these passes and fucking Edelman and Gronk maybe, but right. pretty much it's niggas catching these passes. Right. My thing is this, bro. It's like, dog, we be so quick to throw the report card on our niggas. But it's like, we don't even check the report card of these motherfuckers who we let into the barbecue because we like what they do. And it's, it's it just screams of hypocrisy because it's like, dog, at the same time, we want to hold ourselves accountable to being able to do that. But anybody can sneak in as long as they can do some shit. It'd be, you know, it's, it's, it's the white dude in the black frat. They win the step show. It's right. the fucking, it's, the, you know what I'm there saying? It's like the, it's like, come on with that. It's the fucking white quarterback can hit a Dougie. Oh, nigga, he, hey, he, it's like, get the, come on. That's right. it. That's, These niggas, that's all we don't took. know where they stand on MAGA shit. We don't know where they stand on nigga black lives and blue lives. We don't know where the fuck they stand on none of this shit. Nigga, everybody in the D screaming about Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, this motherfucker just went on online talking about, uh, you know, uh, Governor Gretchen got us living in the prison because she trying to shut the shit down. Like, nigga, you're a lion. Like, nigga, you have the best coverage and the best health care and the best bubble of protection, even when it wasn't Corona. Like, motherfucker, right. this city fed you and made you what the fuck you are. For you, what are you talking about? But that's what I'm saying, though. We so quick. Like, nigga, like, bro, like, at least Kev is black. We know Kev is not against us. It's just that dog. Sometimes Kev has put his foot in his mouth. Kev has shown a couple of times that he struggles with little alcohol shit. He was drunk at the Super Bowl and drunk went off on his boy on the on the shit. It's like dog, like some niggas, it's like, bro, like I feel you, dog, but it's a lot of niggas making millions off of niggas. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, all of them can't speak. Like Mike Tyson. Kev can though. But Kev but, can, but, but can he? I mean, he can. Kev can. Get, get a little emotional. Kev, Kev yeah. says shit sometimes that you be like, "Damn, Kev, you don't got to do this." That, that's how I be looking at it, nigga. You ain't got to do this, bro. Like, nigga, you ain't. But we do comedians, this. though, nigga. We not rappers. We not football players. Our job is social commentary, nigga. We not supposed to be around here tiptoeing. Kev has already stretched the game beyond the point that anybody could have imagined. He's already made hundreds of millions. He's already solidified as a legend. Okay, you made your mark financially, nigga. Now let me make your mark for us is all I'm saying. I'm not saying that he has to do it. 
and then it makes him less of a comedian because he's not. Kevin Hart is hands down a legend. Period. Point blank. Non arguable. And I got and I and and I'm for Kevin Hart. But I, I look. He ain't, but I'm saying. But I'm not about know, to tiptoe. But hold on. But until you know who Will Ferrell and The Rock voted for, I'm gonna need I'm gonna right. leave my nigga Kev alone. Until right, I right, know, right. The fuck these niggas. But they're not man. comedians. But 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 they in that comedy space. The Rock making a killing. He making more money doing comedy action movies than he ever made wrestling. Will Ferrell. Right. Will Ferrell had a stand up special where he came out as the, uh, somebody like a president. Who came and shit out as like George that. Bush. Yeah, but, but he, let me ask you a question. All right, can I, Why I do, do we? My part about it. About oh, okay, go ahead. My bad. I don't mean to cut y'all. Go ahead. Now you good? I just want to make sure y'all so I can get it. So if if I may, here was my issue, and I'm gonna go here with it. I knew it wasn't gonna be good because the people that he sources his material from had no comedy clubs to go poach and re-rock none of the jokes from and give <laughs> care. Keep it. That nigga keep him to what? I'm gonna be 100. I fuck with Joy, you cool. But I done had a bunch of my shit that's been re rocked and, and done, and other niggas have. And then you dress it up around Kevin Life, and you, you didn't have no comedy club to go get no jokes from, nigga. So you didn't have time to go get that. You didn't have, and I'm, and I'm, and then it goes, I'm gonna say this Kevin Hart has paid me the most money I've ever made on any deal doing comedy. So let me be clear. The nigga has fed and put money on my table, changed the trajectory of my career. I respect him. But people around you, writers who you pay to go write your specials, go steal nigga shit, and then go give it to you. And that's what's been happening. And when you can't do that, you're stuck in a box of no new ideas because there's no comedy club to go steal it from, my nigga. That's what happened. And you and Kev call me, you, whoever, Joey call me. Cause I got, that's why I put stand up specials out so often. Niggas be like, yo, why you? Cause niggas steal. Cause I watched two of my jokes go get on fucking Kev's shit that he wasn't doing. And then when I do the shit on my own special, niggas backstage, oh, you doing Kev? No, nigga, that joke was me. And it's other yeah. people, that's just one of the things. Yeah, niggas now, be re-rocking re the shit out of my Niggas shit. Like, re-rock the, the shit out of shit. That's real. That's real. And I'm, I'm being 100. And, and I got to be the dope It is what man. it is. I got to be the dope I, I, got, I got some flack for this. And this is all in the same category. Dave Chappelle was in Atlanta. Niggas was breaking their neck to go see Dave Chappelle at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. And then Gary in the Atlanta Comedy Theater was charging $150, $160 to comics. I'm not paying to go see no fucking comic, G. Hell no. I'm not paying to go see no fucking comic. Right? I'm not. And that doesn't mean I'm not a student of the game. I'm not finna pay $150 for at a comedy club club and watch a nigga for free if that's what I need to do. But at this point, what am I watching you for when I should be writing my own ideas and perfecting how I execute them? Ain't no comedian well, well, be paying to get into no comedy club anyway, nigga. Well, I mean, but this yeah, Atlanta, though. That's, 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 that's Atlanta, it's not it's Atlanta, it's not LA, so they don't got. Oh, no, that's no, 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 that's Gary, and you got me fucked. That's the Atlanta Comedy Theater, and you got me fucked up. If I'm ever in the continental United States, and I don't need to see it, that. But, but let me tell you how you saw that, nigga. I'll stay home. I don't gotta go. I don't need a picture with Dave to validate me because I'm not funny on stage. I don't need that. So who are you talking about? Well, there's plenty of people that felt like that was a th- fuck you, Brandon. 
But but let's explain something, bro. Because I forgot that, but I need to know where this let, is going. Let, let, let's explain something to science of comedy. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got their clicking niggas they hang with, and they think these is the funniest niggas, and can't nobody fuck with us. And so everybody's gonna have their own jaded opinion based on who they fuck with, where they come from, and where their loyalties lie. But we need to explain what the re-rock is because if you're getting up there saying President Obama jokes and he take that, that's not a re-rock. You that's know what I'm saying? Right. That's yeah, topical. That's, not a, that's, not that's a, topical. That's topical shit. Explain, Billy, what you mean because a lot of people don't get. They don't understand. All right, so let me let me help you in a real fast motion understand what comedy and stand up comedy. In the <laughs> no, no, no. You got to break down, but Billy, you got to break down. You got to break down what a re rock is. What, what you mean I, by I, I, a nigga I, going I, in re rocking shit? Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I'm. Thank you. Appreciate your commentary. You really helped us. Glowing man <laughs> in the corner with the bullshit background. Thank you, sir. Uh, look. Stand-up comedy, to be successful in it, you need to be two things. Transparent and self-deprecating to express who you are. And most of importantly, authentic. Meaning, it's not like when you in high school and a wide receiver and you got to run a great route. You just got to go get to the open space now like it is in the NFL and be unique and be you. That's why I said what I said earlier about thinking that you got to have an upbringing to validate what it is you need to be received well and understood. Just be yourself. Most people think they got to think what's funny versus talking about the things that's going on. So when a person re-rocks a joke, they go say, all right, I'm going to take this off this joke particularly, and I'm going to retell that joke in a way that I put it either inside my personal life. An older comic could take a joke that's a, a young comic would say, and he just throws out there openly, and then he'll go take that and tuck it inside of a personal experience he had with somebody direct. That's right. a re-rock. Like, hey, um, you 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 have there's various different ways that you could do that. Like, uh, gas so high, uh, I, I'm I'm finna just start uh, working from home. I can take that phrase and then turn around and say, man, you know, my mom is so cheap that she actually called off of work so she could just work for home. And they thought she was right. sick, but it was really just because the gas prices were so high. I just right. re-rocked the same statement. No, nah, no, nah, that's no, nah, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go more deeper than that re-rock. That ain't that ain't necessarily. I mean, tell us, I, I'm not a really good re-rocker, uh 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 Brandon. Uh, <laughs> he go to like thing, he go to thing. This is this is this is this is. In a nutshell, this is how I look at re-rocking. A nigga watch my set, right? Yeah. Nigga be like, ooh, he should have said this. Right. Or he should have took the joke like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of being my nigga, fucking with me, coming up to me, telling me like, hey, I got some tags for you if you need them. Right. They take those tags and they move them and begin a whole new premise with that. Right. So I'm right. I'm not about to go into the example of the joke, but understand that that's what happens. Yeah, my joke sparked some brilliant idea, but you need my joke to pull it off. You need my setup to 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 pay off your tag. Or right. you need your setup to pay off my tag. Either or you need my life to pay off your whole fucking set. You, uh, need my, you need my you need you need to see a nigga take a chance on stage being vulnerable in this space to express this to then feel like oh that's what that's what niggas need to do now I'm doing that right. a re-rock a, a in its simplest form is taking your premise and adding my tags to it 
That's the simplest form of. I, I could see that. I definitely. Could I mean, all of these examples but of, look, of, hold on. of mild the key plagiarism. The key component, though, the niggas who re-rock are the niggas who you all see on television and the right. who you see in these movies. And they and so like the 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 biggest piece of the re-rock is the rush to television to yeah. say it. Or whoever gets the television, to a movie whoever get the television first is whoever safe. get the That's TV first with it. It's like the wild wild west with yeah. that shit. So like those niggas see like certain niggas. They feel like, bam, if I can just steal enough jokes, I could get on, never got to look back, never got to fuck with these niggas, never got to see them, and all of that. And that's how they look at it. Other niggas be right. like, I can't do that because I don't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, once I'm isolated, now what I'm going to do? What, what do they do? They get their niggas to go steal. That's just how it goes. And that's how niggas, that's why it's so, like, it should be new comedians being introduced every year to the country, just like as new NBA players introduced. It's but it's, but but, but it you know what it's that. not CP. But it, but it is. It is. Hey, never but it is that. at just for laughs. At just for laughs, it is. Hey man, let me tell you about just yeah, for laughs. It be niggas. It be niggas who go in the new face who've been doing comedy fuck for all 15 that shit. Years. Yeah, bro. But I'm just fuck saying. All but that I'm shit. just saying. Just for laughs. Fuck, fuck all that shit. Does it though? Just for laughs. All that shit. Hey, B. Lewis. Fuck all that shit. And let me tell you why. The bottom line is, even at JFL, and I've never done JFL. I've never done it. I've done new faces and got to callbacks twice and didn't go to JFL. You know what I had to realize? Hey, nigga, that's just shit ain't for me. No, but I don't need to go. Then, I'm not finna go. I'm that's not my shit. And I, and if they invite me one day, cool. But that don't mean I'm not dope. Oh, but the yeah, exactly. Is you need validation. Right. And I don't no, need that validation. No, but let me give you the breakdown for Hollywood though. We all we all in this Hollywood game. You feel me? At the at the foundation of it, we all in this Hollywood game. JFL is the Hollywood draft for comedians. A lot of niggas go undrafted and are amazing. So you don't necessarily right. gotta go to JFL to make your to make who you are, to become who you are. That you can consider that an undrafted player, an right. undrafted comedian. But JFL, just for laughs, is the commercial Hollywood draft for comedians. When you make it to JFL and you are successful, you are now put in top five agencies and and like you are you are fucking at every comedy club like uh case in point robert powell robert powell told me he went to just for laughs and he never could do a headlining day he did just for laughs and he was headlining all over the country with nobody seeing more than 20 minutes of his material but see that's, that's a right. but, but, hey, but watch this be that's dope be, that's, that's dope, dope. That's dope. Yeah, I've done JFL twice. I've not done JFL, and I've been headlining for the last eight years. That's what I'm saying. That, this so is what I'm saying. How? That's not the only way. And ain't no how will be no JFL this year. I'm not saying it's the only way. I'm just telling the people. But that that's the commercial Hollywood draft for comedians. That's where you. That's where yeah. you. If you want to be Hollywood and get the movies and get all that, you must aim to get just for laughs. I'm gonna tell you, I disagree I, with I that. Just because I don't want to. I don't want to. Part of it, but I don't want to attribute that. that to any success that I may have. The fact that I've done JFL, I've never. I did JFL, never auditioned for it. Like got invited both times. One of the times I was there for two weeks. I had like 25 shows. Like I was in that shit. Like when I tell you that it was like, I mean. I'm in there with like Jim Jeffries and fucking, um, you know, like me, Andrew, me and Andrew Schultz was probably like the newest niggas and Schultz had hella fans. It's like, right. you know, when the write-up came up, I could have had like a write-up. It was like, oh, you know, newcomer CP, you know, it was like, it was very like, 
it didn't to me it didn't do anything like i had tv deals before i went made some connections i don't know it's like it's not really like you think if you haven't it ain't been necessary. Here, you know what i'm saying you're no, but you're i'm just rich. saying but what but what i'm saying it's it, fun it, 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 exactly but jfl put you on the radar for top talents it's almost like it, it puts you on but it puts you on i'm not taking away from your your, your 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 i'm not taking away from your talent your talent is amazing i'm not saying jfl made you i'm saying getting on just for last stage getting on that platform puts you into the arena of the fucking GMs, nigga. It's like the niggas. Yeah. It's like matter of fact, case of what point. I will case say point, is this. Hey, what I, I will say is this. Can I say this real from, quick? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. From from going to JFL, what I will say is this: the networking that you do is everybody knows you now. So when you blow or when your, right. you know, like my name came up in Deadline, niggas was hitting me up that I knew from JFL with right. with the congrats because niggas know you. It becomes second nature for for your success stories. To be rampant, right. it's like, oh yeah, that's because yeah, because you know, and then the, the the um the narrative is always, I did JFL with him last year, he's dope, or exactly, did, you know, what I'm saying, and you hear that all the time, but it's like a, it's like those Nike camps. That's what I attribute JFL to. You ever right. see those camps, and, and and it'd be like, oh, um, the new rookie James Wiseman, he was in Steph Curry camp two right. years ago, you know, like like that's right. what that's like. It's all it is is a fucking, but, but it's putting you, but what I'm, but what I'm saying is that's putting you. In a better limelight than an undrafted it, comedian. It introduces people to you. I went to yeah, the, but, put it like this at JFL. I was in the international roast battle, like international. So it's like it, I'm talking about like Pete Holmes, Blake Griffin, uh, like Anthony Anderson, judging like nigga. And for the first round, I brought Reggie Bo out. This is international. First round, I brought Reggie Bo out to roast the motherfuckers. They was like, "What the fuck." They was, I mean, it was like, nigga, it's one of them places where you got to go balls to the wall. Like, you got to be the magic. It ain't like anything I've ever seen. But it ain't about putting you on. It's about, that's where you justify why you here. It's like, nigga, I'm a comedian for real. Because I'm right. here, you, you know what but I'm saying? Like, in another yeah, country. Yeah. Like, that's like where you get your nuts at. But it ain't. Nope, I want to go. Hollywood is here, nigga. Hollywood is Hollywood. No, but yeah, y'all right. But what I'm saying is that's where they fucking... That's where it's at. Instead of going through the hoops of like submitting film and submitting tape to get booked at uh, Funny Bone in Ohio, they at Just for Laughs. So when you do your shit, nigga, they send you, case, yeah. all right, case in point. And, and, and B. Lewis, you ready, you ready for the update? Guess what? what? Now you ain't got to do all that shit no more. Yeah. I know no, they got finish. zero stand up. Wait, no, listen, listen. I want you to go, uh, if you don't believe me, go watch. Go look at the comedy clubs that are open and tell me what strong stand-ups are out there versus niggas yeah, that got because, a million yeah. or two million followers yeah, online. I'm, I'm explaining I, something to you, bro, that no, I, 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 Billy, I know that, that, that it used thought, to be that way. Going, it's not Billy. that way no more. I know that. You got to sell tickets. You got to sell tickets. At the end Cause, of, you cause sell guess tickets. what? It's funny niggas that do JFL right. that can't sell no fucking tickets. Exactly. That's why white boys don't do good on the road at comedy clubs. But, right. I, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is to the working stand-up comedian and that who wants, who, who, who is seeking to be quote-unquote Hollywood and to make his Hollywood dream manifest, you want to be you you aim for just for laugh because just for okay, laugh will get so you. So if you don't get just for laughs though, B, I, like that's what I'm explaining drafted. to you. That's not, but for, but I'm explaining to you, it's plenty niggas that did JFL that don't make more money than me, and I, I never did. It. So I'm, I I'm, and I know that. other niggas that didn't do it. 
that are making money with comedy. So I'm saying, like, nigga, it, it, give me give you an example. If you say Michael that, Oliver Candy, Michael Oliver Candy went number one. That nigga ain't nowhere to be found, nigga. He went number fucking one to the Clippers. What I'm who? saying is, I'm not saying that it guarantees you anything. All I'm saying is that when you get on that platform, my nigga, it puts you in light where your undrafted ass could not be. So if a nigga who just going to the comedy union and rocking around LA, or who, who rocking at the comedy store and who rocking these shows locally in Hollywood, have he could be killing. But a nigga who don't do that, I mean, who don't get the opportunity in Hollywood, but make it to just for laugh, will get more opportunities than a nigga who been around town working the quote unquote, working his ass off rocking rooms. That's what I'm telling you. Again, I see what you're saying. I think we should take a step back and then say, what makes a nigga get interest beyond just being funny? And that part of it is what we was talking about earlier about being authentic. Right. Being, having a, a piece of social commentary <clears throat> and speaking for a demographic of people whose voice we have yet to hear from on said specific issues, which is why Craig said, nigga, all the stuff that's going on socially and you can't say that, but let me, let me make a pivot here and say one more thing. I don't like the fact that black people have to solve a problem in their art all the time. Right. That's I why I feel like science fiction and sometimes horror movies is white privilege because when a black man do a movie, I can't just make a movie about outer space. I got to also solve racial problems, the economy, and what's happening in the black dynamic in the family in my story versus just allow me to have a moment of fantasy and fiction. Right. But, but you don't. But, 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 that, no. but that's based off of the fact that there's a monolithic idea of what the black man's voice is. So I get why, that's why when I said what I said about Kev's special, I didn't say shit about social commentary because Kev not a social commentary nigga. Right. So he, he should, but him. he's not that nigga, so I don't he's go not. to him to hear that. Right. He's no. never been. Name so, one joke so, that was something brilliant on social com. He's never been that. But so there was a. But so, so you shouldn't. So you shouldn't seek for him to be that. I, I, I don't. That. I don't seek for him to but be that. But when you put something on TV, you ask him for our money. I don't give yeah, a fuck yeah, yeah. if I get what you I, so Craig. I don't give a fuck if it's a, a a rap concert on TV, a comedy show. As soon as it goes on the tube, it's a long commercial. So you ask, I'm paying my light bill. I'm doing things around here to maintain my family and my household, and I'm watching you. This is actually costing me. So while you got my attention, you know what I'm saying. It's best to say things that are you know that are relatable. Now, now he's a I mean, he's. I mean, to, to play devil, but to play devil advocate, I mean, he 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 saw he got to deal with Netflix, so he sold his shit to Netflix, and Netflix put it out as a streaming. So the streaming service, you got plenty of options on Netflix. He just happened to be on Netflix just to play devil advocates to that. It, it wasn't it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad uh, stand up, but uh, you know it could have been better. You I mean, there was saying? some there was yeah. some dope points in there too, Craig. Like, like yeah. the uh, D. AFD was funny. Why? I, I felt him as a married man. I'm like, shit, if you tell me when I'm going to fuck, I'm going to be better prepared to fuck. Oh, right. But that's the part where I'm like, okay, I fuck with that. There were other parts in there that was that was dope, but it's not what his other specials were. Oh, yeah, right. I hear you, man. So let me say that then. Let me say that. That's what I want to lead with. It was some dope-ass shit in the special, of course. Yeah, to me, the last 15 minutes with the with the pizza shit and all that, 
He yeah. lost me on that. Yeah. I was like, okay, I didn't enjoy that, but that was just the feeling. But what I liked about it is that, bro, it's like, nigga, it was the parts that I laughed at. I genuinely laughed at, like talking about his daughter having a crush on a nigga, and then him seeing the nigga, and then rating the nigga versus the new nigga. Like, bro, that's that's funny shit to me. Yeah, uh, you know, funny. the eighth, yeah. the eighth dick shit was funny. The, um, what about the nigga that? Uh, what about the nigga that tried to set him up? Did he talk about that? No, he nope. didn't. And that's the part that that's the part that I get get mad at. You don't got to do social commentary, but you damn sure got to do social commentary on your life, nigga. And it's like for you to tell this story, and you don't tell me nothing about where you going to go do fuck shit. Now when I see you do fuck shit in the street, I'm like. Ah, you could have been. Well, dope. he did. What well, I mean, what well, I mean, he blinked nah, at it. bro. He blinked at even it. When, even when, even with that, let me explain. What was it? What was the one where he got caught cheating and he came out the new, and in the, the trailer was like, he's gonna talk about it. He never acknowledged the shit. He right. never really did anything to really say I'm a fucked up individual. I'm a narcissist, right. and I took advantage of my wife and my homeboy. Whoever I fucked over now. No, but he blinked at it. He said, he said when the sex tape came out, all his hoes left. He blinked at nigga, it. nigga got hoes still. That that right. That's what you telling. That's what you say to your girl. All my hoes left. <laughs> nigga, that's what, what you say to your girl. You my right hoes left now, when bro. the sex tape came out. Oh man, you can't really. I mean, it is. It, at some point, you got to stop being political, man. Right now, the climate of the bold. game. You got to be bold. I mean, Look, it's all subjective. It's the, all subjective, though, man. But what I'm it's saying is. To piggyback what Billy said earlier, you don't need Hollywood, bro. You don't. You don't, you don't need no more, Hollywood. You don't. You mo- no more. You, you don't, don't need. You don't. You don't. I know. No I know. S- several niggas making, uh, s- s- one making seven figures off social media. I know that you, but you need a fan base. You need a fan base. Well, social it, media gives you that. Because okay, what? you need a fan base. You need a fan base. How hey, how do they do JFL, Brandon? They do it every year. Right. So 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 how, for how many weeks do they do it? They, they do it for I think it might be two weeks, two three weeks. So what they, you gonna do with the other fifty two weeks while you not doing JFL? You <laughs> gonna get <laughs> booked, but, but you but but you get booked from JFL. Don't get it. No, listen, up. bro. Listen, this and this is. Let me explain something to you. That's what I want to correct about that. So let's let's get let's get really into this. All right, this but time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get my let me get my point. JFL, like if I make it to just for laugh, I don't need an audience. I don't need to create my audience. I don't need an audience if I make just for laughs because therefore I am now given to the bigger uh audiences of ABC, a NBC, a fucking. Uh, TBS, uh, or I'm giving an audience of a. I, let's say I book all the improvs around fucking the nation. They book me at all the improvs. I am I, now giving I, the audience of the improv. As far as I don't have to go your route to make my audience. I can make my audience from that bungee from that platform. So I can bungee. It does make life easier. Right, let me let me say okay, something. Let me all right. Let me get in there right there, B. Cause this is where I want to make sure we just really, if we really gonna be transparent about and hold this. Hold on, and hold on, and hold on, and, and let me give you another. Let me give you a perfect example. Gerard Carmichael n- did no social media. That nigga did no social media. He did the JFL route. He did the he did the commercial route. He did no. And nobody's and still paying to see media. Gerard Carmichael. Um, give me, give me wrong. He's a talented see Gerard Carmichael outside of Burbank, nigga. Man, y'all tripped. That nigga had two HBO specials. What are you talking about, bro? That ain't got yeah, nothing to do with. Uh, and that's why I want to say this part. He had an NBC. He had a. He had. He had. A, he had two 
seasons on the NBC network, his own show. I'm explaining to you this. That's fine. We can say it's two ways, but you got to you. You're not saying that it's two ways. You saying that anything else ain't real. No, it is real. I drink you. I don't. I don't know. Every, every I'm explaining to you. Like, tell the niggas what they really need to know. You know what happens? Niggas get out here. They do JFL. Cause let me tell you where I make my money at. You ready? Niggas get out here. They do JFL, and they do that shit they do at the comedy store, and that shit works. But when you black and you go your ass to fucking Birmingham, or you go your ass to Cleveland, and you in a room full of real niggas that look at you like. Yo, what the fuck this nigga talking about? That but you shit don't, don't always do translate. Gerard Carmack was not doing the Stardome, nigga. Hey, nigga hey. wasn't doing Cleveland either, hey. nigga. What you hey, saying? Hey, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this, y'all. Let me say this real quick. And I'm a, I've been wanting to say this forever, man. Not, not just necessarily to y'all, but just in general. It's like, man, you know, I sit down with my niggas. We all have a different path. Right, like, I know, like a lot of y'all niggas um, were famous, like before I was known. Right, like Billy, I was watching you on, um, you know, music videos and uh, funniest wins and shit like that before I even met you. You know what I'm saying, B. Lewis? You know, you was on your mama. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas have been out here, and so niggas got a different path. I've been always behind the scenes, and what I've always known is that like. Like Craig said, niggas, niggas is getting seven figures off of YouTube. Not just YouTube, niggas is making money in a bunch of different areas. Right. I think that sometimes we have to not let emotion dictate how sometimes you say some shit that you can't take back and you let the emotion of the time may give you the illusion that you have the the permission to have a public opinion about somebody that we all know. And it's like, when you really mm. making money in it, like I, I, I use this industry to make my money. Like this is how I feed my family. Like all my niggas is my niggas, but I do, I produce television shows. I work with these people. It ain't just the one I just announced. Y'all know I've been doing this forever. This is what I've been doing. This is how I know people. I came out as a comedian and my shit took off as a comic. I started, doing LA comedy right in front of Russell and all of them niggas right at the fucking Chinese theater. And then that's how my stand up and niggas who knew me out here, but I've been doing shit like it'd be two sides to the story about why niggas didn't get that role about why niggas didn't get that call back about how many of y'all favorite actors have whack ass auditions who come in thinking that they got the shit already because they who the fuck they are and some little hard working ass actor nigga come in and it, it, shit happens bro and we just sit here and complain from an outside view and we don't be knowing we don't be knowing dog and i'm just saying like let's move on from this fucking topic because shit be happening for people when it's supposed to happen you know what i'm saying i didn't pass up on roles and watch niggas win emmys in the role i passed up on because right, I thought it right, was a good, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, like we all got shit we gotta see. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like, but keep your emotions inside, bro. Because in this game, nigga, 
you ain't never off the clock, nigga. We, we got to play the game all the way through to the end. You know I, and and I, I get what you're saying, CP. And I think that's where we go back to the very first part about when I said what I said about coming to L.A. and understanding your job ain't to expose niggas that's bitch-ass niggas. And you realize your job is to simply work in the industry. So really? <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest with you when I say what I'm saying from a real place of transparency because I'm not at a space where tomorrow, if somebody don't like what I said, I'm worried about that. I'm being honest with you. If you want to make it as a comedian, be authentic. Build a social media yeah. following. If Because guess what? We don't know what the industry going to be like right now because shit's shutting back down. We, right. we do not know. So what, what I can tell you is that there are ways to make money if you want to make money doing comedy. That's great. All of us don't got a, a manager and an agent in L.A. and have that background. So if I was to tell niggas that's watching this who probably ain't in L.A. and they want to get in comedy, don't tell them if they don't do JFL, they're not going to make it authentically. Let them niggas right. know that right from their own experience, right for the world, be honest. No, I didn't say that. I, I I'm say, saying I that to say, say like, listen to me. That's why. I, that's why I came behind you because I know what you're saying. But then even with that, I said it correctly. I said. I I, I, to, I hear what he's saying. I hear what he's saying too. If if you want to make it the Hollywood route, that's the draft. That if, if, I, we we went from the draft. Like that's the. But draft. niggas gotta stop but, acting like we uh, all don't want to make it the Hollywood route. When they choose right. you, you be like, bet I'm with it. But when they don't right. choose you, then it be a lot of like, man, fuck all this book. No, nigga, it right. can't be like that. Cause we in but, Hollywood. We don't gotta. But be Hollywood also Cosby, Cosby, Art Kelly, Art Kelly tried to Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. So let's keep it all but the way one hundred. If you not, if you not, but we can't holes, be peeing on no. bitches or fucking right. kids. Right, what right. What can they do right, to LeBron, right. bro? How they gonna how they gonna take right. LeBron down? How they gonna how okay. they gonna take you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like right. nigga, they always give niggas the rope and they make us hang ourselves and we fall I, I disagree for it with that completely. I disagree with that completely. I disagree with that completely. The, you know what I'm saying? Explain it. Because nigga, I'm but, from you saying they all, everybody you, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Niggas feel like, oh man, crack swept through the ghetto. It swept through. Nigga, crack ain't jump on nobody fucking lip. Like, nigga, it didn't sweep through because I didn't smoke no crack. Like, bro, niggas got to stop acting like the decision was based on the proximity of the bad decision. Wow. Oh, man, the crack was there. So, you know, it's like, bro, and I'm not saying, listen to what I'm saying, yeah. Craig. It's like, bro, that we got to stop acting like the crutch is, you know, nigga, Bill Cosby, if he did the shit, he did it. Even though I don't think he did. If I saw the R. Kelly tape, like, nigga, fuck is you crying about? It's like, bro, they didn't do shit, my nigga. On your spare time, you uh -huh. decided to pee on eighth graders. Right, right. On your spare time. Right. As a okay, mega star. So, oh, okay, so, okay, so explain. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Well, I mean, I disagree completely. I understand what he's trying to say. He's trying to speak to accountability. You know what I'm saying? That's but true, there are. That. The, I get that. The I get that. That's why. Example. The crack shit right, was an example. Right. But I'm like, nigga, with these niggas, bro, it's like, stop acting like, man, the white man took him down, nigga. It wasn't. It wasn't. What is this? But 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 we do have system failures, bro. We are the we commodity. So I'm not gonna sit do. here. I'm not gonna sit here. And if are you if in the I have no, or are you running the program though? Well, I mean, so I, I'm the type of nigga where I, I got money. 
I got but, money, but, nigga. But and I have representation. And sometimes but, I say, but, fuck it, I'm not, not going no, on that I'm audition. Saying, I'm not talking about that, Craig. I'm saying, are you oh, in okay. the program or are you running the program? What I mean by <laughs> I'm that is- I'm a creator. Is, <laughs> nigga, it's a, it's a, if there's a program being ran, right now in this in this society right the fad and the you know the cool thing to do niggas is scamming niggas is doing certain shit. that's the cool thing to do but you with the talent that you have you have a choice to not get caught up in that like nigga, are you a product of that or are you somebody who can decide to rise above that you yourself right 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 that's what so I let mean. me are ask you a question and 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 and, and if I mean that that that's too. That, there's too many sides to that question. But I say this: in the NFL, in the NBA, there's accountability. If a player's on some bullshit, and another player who's in the league is like T.O. is on some bullshit, the nigga need to shut up and play football. He can do that. But in comedy, everybody is so worried about where their next check is gonna come from, and who you know who's gonna give them an opportunity, and and all this other bullshit. That's bullshit that they are scared to stand up and tell the motherfucking truth. The motherfucking truth about Gerald Carmichael is he's a talented producer, he's a talented writer, but he was chosen by the system. Somebody liked him and put him in a position to win. It ain't nothing wrong with that. But to put Gerald Carmichael on par with Corey Holcomb or Sadiq, Ali, Ali Sadiq, are these niggas who the people chose? That's the wrong thing to do. There are some people that the people choose to speak for us because they speak to what we go through on a daily basis. I can't disregard that for a nigga that's not even trying to be relatable to us. That, you know what I'm saying? That ain't even really concerned about us as an audience. Gerard Carmichael is going to eat with or without niggas. But Corey Holcomb needs niggas. Because when you go to a Corey Holcomb show, it's divorced mothers and fathers in there who are black and of some other races who are going through particular things and he speaks to them and what they go through. You know what I'm saying? This is about the people. Fuck Hollywood. If Hollywood wasn't here, you know what I'm saying? It would still be niggas out here doing comedy. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, 150 years ago, you had people that would go from town to town telling stories, telling, 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 telling folklore. They weren't necessarily called comedians, but when they would go from town to town, it would be thousands of people showing up to watch them speak. So let's stop making the system more important than it really is. You know what I'm saying? Because if this shit all falls, nigga, we still here doing comedy. Why do I have to? Why do I have to hold my tongue to appease Kevin Hart and all these niggas who have more power? I got See, respect that's for the thing, though. That's the thing, though. It's not about holding your tongue to appease Kevin Hart. It's about understanding, back up from yourself, and understand that these white comedians aren't going at each other like that about what each other's not doing. Like, nigga, there's no onus being put on them. There's no extra pressure. Understand that the extra pressure that's being put on Kevin Hart, you lightweight applying it. So that's the, that's, that's applying pressure to another black man that's in the industry. It's like, fam, is How just- do you hold a nigga accountable without applying pressure, man? Because Accountability like, is about dealing with the shit that's difficult to deal with, not so just the shit that you comfortable with. Cause you, I'm we talk- Hart, if I'm Kevin Hart, I'm saying, nigga, make sure y'all do me like y'all did all these other niggas. Or make sure y'all do all of them like y'all did me. Since everything I fucking do is this or that. Like, nigga, make sure you holding all your favorite comedians accountable for the shit right. that they do. And don't just put it on me. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it just seemed like niggas want to bully Kev 
because he's black and he's successful. And it's such a fucking nah, hole. Nah, and we continue I, I, to I go see, down. I see what you're saying. I, I think, understand. I think, I think I, that's what it people... looked like, though. It'd be like, fuck, nigga, look. If you see niggas in blue shirts and niggas in red shirts across the street scrapping, it looked like a gang war. Fuck it if it's two uniforms <laughs> from two different schools. I get it's where like, you're coming nigga, from. From the outside looking in, it's too much talk about how this, how how problematic Kevin Hart is to us. How fuck how disapproval he is like nigga. White folks not talking about because they got a bunch of them niggas. They not talk and that's the idea. It's like they're not looking at like every star got to be our perfect nigga who makes my like, nigga. Don't go see the movie. Don't you know what I'm saying? But it's like yeah. it just it's just to me it'd be a problem with how much we have a dialogue of a problem with nigga shit when it's a plethora of bullshit on the other side that we could be talking but to play, uh, but, but to play devil advocate though, we just talking about Kevin Hart because he is, a, he's the number one, he's number one. He's the biggest he's, star on the he's, planet. He's the biggest one. That's it. I mean, uh, for this topical so, show, so let me ask I'm, you I'm question. just saying, hold on. The biggest star on the for planet this... is black and that's dope for us, but we don't acknowledge no, that. No, but I'm we just saying, for this topical show to play devil advocate, we only mentioning his special. Okay, I got you on that. I got you on that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, all we talking about. I'll tell you something real quick, guys. It's just like when you turn, when, when these people that are watching, if they get off this computer and they go turn on ESPN, at any given moment, Shannon Sharp or or um or, or um any Stephen A. Smith, who are black, or another player, is giving their dialogue and commentary on LeBron and what he's right. not doing. That's gonna happen in the and we know this. We know week four of the season. What's up, baby? You got what's that paint? We, we hope so. <laughs> you, you Peppa Pig? Okay. Devilish household over there, boy. Hey, it's man, just commentary. <laughs> hey, look, look and I, it's just comment. I'm a, look. This is it's how just I feel. Man. I, 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 give, I thought this was a safe I, space. Yeah. I yeah, don't give a, a fuck space. about Kevin Hart. I don't give a fuck about Kevin Hart in this way. That's a crazy. I care as much about <laughs> Kevin Hart as he cares about me. But he's a bigger star than me, and he's doing things that are more globalized. So I'm my opinions are on Kevin Hart because every intelligent man should separate him from what he does <laughs> or his ideals from him as an individual. I'm having commentary on something that he created, separated from his person, and put into the world as a product. I don't give I don't have any I don't have any emotional or personal feelings about Kevin Hart as a man. You know what I'm saying? Nope. So hey, I'm gonna say if, this. if he put out cookies this, and they was go ahead. I'm gonna say this. This is how I feel. And I always that was a crazy sound fight though. I always try to give analogies so that I can kind of tie it to something that we can all understand, right? But if I'm in the NBA and I just dropped 30 or I just dropped 20. You know, and they come up to me at the end of the game and they want to talk. You can't to go left, nigga. That's what they gonna say. The hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold 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 on. Relax in your goddamn uh Super Nintendo NES system that you own. But look, so they asked me about LeBron post my game. It's like, nigga, I do what he do. I'm not at the point in my career where I'm ready to talk about my colleagues and they you know, like nigga, Paul Pierce is there. Paul Pierce is on the sideline, nigga. Jalen Rose is on the sideline doing interviews. I play, my nigga. Right. Like, don't ask me about Kevin Hart. No disrespect. I respect him, but I do what he do too. And I don't even want to be talked about right, that's nigga, real. talking about him. You know what I'm saying? Because I right. do what he do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, talk about my 40. Or else, nigga, you know, it's like, yeah, LeBron had a great game. He, he's a great I'm player. With you. Kevin is a, you know what I'm saying? Isaac, That's it. Yes. I'm with you. What, what you got? What you got going on? You paying? Hey, 
I'm with you, oh, CP. I, I don't too much. I don't like it. This ain't nothing like. Here's the thing, man. What Kevin Hart did in his career is unmatchable, my nigga. Kevin Hart did some once in a lifetime shit in comedy, and you can't take that away right. from that nigga, bro. So at the end right. of the day, shit, I, I got nothing but love for him. But just me as a man and the principles I stand on, if I was to go on stage before Kevin Hart and didn't do well, please believe that when Kevin Hart picked that mic up, he would address that. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm never gonna put myself in the because a lot of these ni niggas in this game, it's a lot of whole ass niggas in this game who feel like when they get to a certain position that they can speak on other niggas who they view are lesser. And then when yeah. you get niggas like me and Billy that come around that hold niggas accountable, like nah, nigga, you're gonna be respectful. I don't give a fuck what you didn't accomplish, nigga. You're gonna treat me how yeah. I treat you. Don't tell, I'm not grabbing your bags. Grab your own motherfucking bag, nigga. But see, but see, I'm type of nigga that coming to the comedy club, bro. And when I get off stage, nigga, nigga, I was the funniest nigga in that bitch. And to me, that's the, that's the stab, nigga. You've been in the game 20 years, nigga. But who am I? Who was that nigga? Right. Who was that CP nigga? That's what I, that nigga, that's what I live for. It's like, bro, nigga, let the game talk. Cause nigga, everything else right. gonna be like, nigga, all he gonna say is who the fuck is these niggas talking about me when I'm, and that's what I would say. Who the fuck is these niggas talking about me? Nigga, y'all talking right. about me. I'm over here. But no matter me. how well you do, it's always going to be another nigga saying CP ain't funny. Yeah, this nigga, but guess I, what though? That nigga got to say it to a small, small audience while I say my shit to an arena. It's like, nigga, see, yeah, yeah, say that shit to your hundreds, my nigga. Yeah, your little followers. I'm saying it to an arena, my nigga. DBDL, dick about that long. Down the street, nigga. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? It's a line for me. Yeah, we're in a generation where we're in a generation where if you speak what's on your mind, niggas call you a hater. So it's really hard for people to understand the mentality we're in of a generation like, where everything that's on well, niggas' it, minds gotta be negative. But it, it, it's really it's really hard for niggas to understand the mentality of a man that doesn't need anything from another man because er, most of these people. People are they out need here something. doing things. They do need something. Right, they need something. They, they need they, something. They, they Go ahead. No, I'll finish. I'll go after you. No, I, I'm agreeing with you. what you're saying. It's a lot of people who whose vantage point is in a position of, I don't want to have an uncomfortable situation or I do not want to be accepted when I come back around. So henceforth, give you a better example. Yelp is out here. It's a billion dollar company. What does it do? It gives the average person who couldn't speak about their experience a chance to speak on it. And guess what else happens? Because see, I play sports. So when a nigga tell me, hey man, you know what? I like Billy, but when he, and when he first started talking about his daddy being dead, it was funny, but now I feel like he just tapers on too long. Honest right. criticism, right? right? I can hear that and not take that personal and, and possibly learn because I respect you because of what you've brought to the game. And see, you we have to remember too, that just because we're talking in on, on a camera, Will Chamberlain, all these other great players who played before Jordan still set Jordan down and said, nigga, you can't do this. That's why him and Will right. Chamberlain didn't get along. Because Will Chamberlain came around Jordan and didn't kiss his ass. Right. But, that was, hey, nigga, I see you doing Nigga, Jordan shit. and Will Chamberlain didn't play at the same time. What the hell is No, nah, but, but, but Will but Will wouldn't ride his dick, though. Will would Will be like, I'll murder dick, that nigga. Billy, you know man. what I'm saying? Billy, Billy. Hey, hey. What's, all right, what you got? What, what you doing? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who is that, Emmy? What's going yeah. on, beautiful? Hey, what's up? You want to say what's, say hi. 
I'm Peppa Pig. All right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Hey, that's been another episode of Roast This, man. Before we get out of here, man, we're going to give a shout out and let, let the people know where they can find you and what you got going on, man. Go ahead, Billy, because you got uh, you got family time, man. Damn, don't come on this bitch trying to host. Nah, you ain't saying shit all the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't saying shit. Niggas in the back, back there. Look, man, look at what's behind me. Uh, If you can't see it. Roast is going down. We got a lot of fun shit going on that weekend, man. Really, it, it's a roast. I, I, these people that are on this on this flyer, bro, I respect them. It's some people that ain't on the flyer that I also respect that can't be there. I wish B. Lewis could be there, but yeah. I'm bringing my homies to Houston, bro. I'm setting it I'm out for them. They finna eat good. They finna party good. They finna perform in front of a great crowd that is electric that wants to see them, uh, because Houston and Texas is still open. And it's like, 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 like we were saying earlier. No matter what's shut down, somebody gonna find a way to do comedy somewhere, and it's still gonna keep happening. And I, I love everybody that's on this flyer, and I love everybody that's on this show because everybody on this show gives me something to make me want to be better. So roast of Billy Surreal's is happening, and uh, we gonna kick it, man. We gonna, we gonna kick it. That's gonna be fun. Uh, Craig Smith, let the people know, man. Hey, man, thecraigsmith.com. You know, also, you know, support that merch. I got 15% off the merch going right now. Then I got the Craig Facts After Dark uh, version of my podcast. I'm the Black Howard Stern. I got titties and ass out. And we also tackling uh, pertinent issues. So that'll be on my Patreon. And, I, you know, and, and, and I got some other stuff in the works. Um, I just want to tell all y'all, man, Look, don't be scared to stay how you feel. Long as you're being honest and you're speaking from the heart, if if somebody is a genuine person, they're gonna feel that. You know what I'm saying? But don't be stupid. Don't fuck off opportunities and you know speak in emotion. But always speak from the heart, and you'll be okay. And look, if I owe you something, I'm not gonna be able to give it to you. But if you want it, you can get it from God. Man, I love y'all. Pt, let the people know, man. Yeah, man. I want to say, uh, yeah, just to piggyback off what everybody else said. I, mean, I think we. You know, um, just as as a, as a culture and as a race, I'm speaking specifically to black people right now, but specifically young black people, you know, we all can feel it like, you know, the tides are changing. And so as these changes happen, we're going to feel uncomfortable because we've never been this far before um, and we have to fight through that. And right you know, trust ourselves and trust our gut. Like we have to let go of some of the negativity that is centered around us thinking that all of the resources are limited and they're not. That was a lie that was told to us. It is enough money. It is enough movie roles. It is enough shit. Like, you know, we have to push the envelope because they're not going to give us the information. They're not going to freely give it up, but it's not theirs to hold. Um, and y'all got to understand that. Um, and you know, everybody who speaks their mind is not a hater. And Craig, I, if you feel like I called you a hater, I never want to call you a hater, my nigga, because I know you personally. So I, I know that you're not a hater. And I understand um, what your comedic tone is. I think that I just want everybody to understand that we all came out here to put our best foot forward. We all came out here to be movie stars and to be, you know, very, very wealthy individuals. And I think that, you know, as those things, come into our grasp you know what i'm saying like you know people gonna try to make you feel uncomfortable about your new comfort level and that's coming right. from all of us and i just want y'all to know like dog like bro we gotta 
it's okay to not do shit the same way that motherfuckers did it for us to get where we at right now. Mm. I agree. Being, being I agree. crazy, I being agree, crazy that's, is that's doing true. the same shit over and over and over and over and over again, having the same opinion over and over and over again when it's like, bruh, we tried that already and the shit didn't work. Right. Um, shout out to a couple of roasts that um that I saw in the comments. Somebody said that uh, my eyeballs look like two wet bowling balls. <laughs> um, I like that a lot. Because you know what? I ain't gonna lie. I've seen a bowling ball in the ball washer and I've had that thought like that. Damn, <laughs> rolling around. And then um and then also too uh somebody said my gap looked like a PlayStation 5. So that was that. Um anyway, uh yeah. Um, you know, y'all know what it is, man. Comedian CP everything. I got stand up on my Patreon. I got more Legend. stuff coming. I'm adding a bunch of new stuff. I, I got a bunch of new early career moments that I want to put together and put up. So that's coming. And I appreciate y'all rocking with us every week, man. We're doing this for y'all. Hey, did you get can you go ahead and do that blue shoe ad, my brother? You said what? Can you go ahead and do that blue shoe ad to take us home? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hold on, I gotta do my hold on before you do it. Let me let me just before you close out, let me just uh let me close out my little segment. Uh follow me on, on Instagram, who is Brandon Lewis. Follow me on Twitch, who is Brandon Lewis. I'm also on Twitter now. I am Brandon Lewis. And also, man, I think next week's segment we're gonna do uh at the end of the show, I'ma grab five comments from the uh from the video when it gets put on YouTube. So I'm gonna grab five comments of what the people had to say about the episode and we're gonna read it off to the audience. You feel me? Like so next week we're gonna it's kinda like fan mail. Next week we're gonna do a fan mail segment where we read off the comments, good or bad. And and you know, see what the people got to say about us. Also, man, uh, if you want to get your ass sponsored on the episode of Rosie, man, hit me in my DMs. You can also hit Craig, you can also hit Billy, you can also hit CP. And uh, last but not least, man, uh, I'm gonna get my shit fixed, man. I don't know what the fuck going on. I'm gonna get my shit fixed, man. My shit fucking up, man. I don't know, man. My internet fuck up. I gotta get me a new MacBook. And if you got a PS5, before I get one, holler at me, man. If you write, holler at me, man. But don't ship it. So if you're in Atlanta, this is, I guess, for Atlanta people only. If, if you got a plug in Atlanta. Well, LA too, up. LA. Yeah, yeah, I'll LA too, LA too, because CP will pick it up for me. Let me know, man, I'm spending uh some money, but uh I'm not spending a thousand dollars, not yet. Go ahead. I don't know. Your body language looked like you, the manager of a Domino's, and the oven just went down, and you're like, <laughs> I got to cook these pieces on a goddamn cigarette lighter. Y'all worrying about, all right. So, oh, and shout, uh, out, and shout out to South Cobb, man. Uh, my, I gotta cook a, a pizza on a cigarette game. lighter. Yeah. is funny than the mother. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the stove. <laughs> Go to the stove. <laughs> Give me seven bicks. I'm gonna show y'all how we make some motherfucking money. They're like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, oh, sir. Seven bicks. A seven big pizza, nigga. That's <laughs> funny as fuck, man. That's uh, funny than the motherfucker. All right, hey, y'all. So look, today's episode was we brought to y'all by Blue Chew. Uh, guys, you remember those days when you was always ready to go? Always yeah. get it up? It yeah, I was ready. I used to be. Yeah, you feel me? But uh, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. It's bluechew.com. That's blue as in the color blue. Chew and you know what to do. Dot com. Uh, blue Chew brings you the chewable, uh, the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Uh, you could take them anytime, day or night. Pop these bitches like Skittles if you would like to. Um, they don't suggest that though. But I know that they say fat niggas got a bigger heart. 
So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, maybe, you know just, to, just to get that bitch, you know, you, you know how you got grr, 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 start that motherfucking motor on that big ass heart. This nigga's so, so random. <laughs> if you could benefit from more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the first, fast, and easiest chew for you in your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians. You don't need to go to the doctor and show them your dick and have them looking at your dick and they be like, well, you first, you need to fix the size, then fix the fucking hardness. So then you ain't got to worry about that. Uh, you know, you go to the doctor's office or you ain't got to wait in no line at the pharmacy and it'll ship right to your door in, in a discreet package. It's a brown package that says blue chew on it. So they know what it is, but it's discreet. Like the kids don't know. So, um, Camouflage, that camouflage. No, it, it is fully discreet, though, just so you know. That was a joke, but it is fully discreet so that we can get our money in and let them act like we really read the whole shit. Um, so, yeah, I just want to say uh, I've, I've, I, uh, I've heard amazing things, and um, I, look, I don't want to say anything incriminating. Did I chew two of them bitches one day and just surprise the wife with a new nigga? Maybe I did. Like, bash, like, who is you in the dark? Hey, be shut up, it's me. I don't know. I, I may have did that, but bluechew.com. Hey, yeah. and oh, you yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. And we got a promo code. I'm sorry, we got a promo Go code. Chuck yeah, that promo man. code out, man. I need that. You need that promo code? I need that promo code. Down in Cobb County, huh? You can't get your PS5. <laughs> Down in Cobb County. Damn, so get live. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> bluechew.com, promo code ROAST. To try it for free, you ain't got it. One more first, time, one more time. Tell you what, one, one, your first fuck is on us. That's bluechew.com, promo code roast, and you get your free sample. Hey, because so the holidays use that as the first day, hey, set the precedent because the holidays coming up. You, you, somebody got to put that work in. You need to put the work in now so, so she can get you a PS5. Now, mm, y'all gotta there get go. started now. Get your bluechew now before you be playing PS4. Bluechew.com, hey. promo code roast. Get your one man. Lucho winning on here because I got a promo code too. I ain't gonna say it, but Lucho, y'all winning, man. Well, that's been another episode of Roasters, man. I'm Brandon Lewis, that's CP, that's Billy, and that's Craig Schmidt. See y'all next Monday, man. We out.